that just that just goes all back with research. But I mean, you know, going back to staying in the in the gray area when we talk to and 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 you know, especially when we're talking to you know, and of course Jamal and I are both black, but if we're talking to pastors, and what I'm seeing is some of them shy away. Mm-hmm. Is the question I, I posed this question in the Bible? So I said, "Is it okay?" And and watch when John the Baptist. Remember when John? It's uh, Matthew twelve when John the Baptist sent his disciples to Jesus mm-hmm. to inquire, "Are you the Messiah? Are you mm-hmm. the Mashiach? Are you the Promised One? Are mm-hmm. you the Christ?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Can you doubt in your faith?" Mm-hmm. And they reflected a generational view. No, mm-hmm. you cannot. Some of them said, well, well, maybe you can. And I said, well, I'm saying for us younger ones, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. And I said, in fact, Christianity leaves room for you to doubt. Mm-hmm. I wish I had that book on my day. As a matter of fact, I do. I'm going to tell you, let me, let me give you all this book to go get. Because it talks about doubt. Philosophy of Religion, second edition, thinking about faith by C. Stephen Evans and R. Zachary Manis. But they have a strong portion of doubt. Um, dealing with doubt in your faith. And it's okay for that because it should push you to go investigate Christianity. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of us are not doing. So when we see these celebrities that glorify uh, different religions, uh, whatever, and we don't understand how to have that conversation, how to work our way through that, right? we fall back and say, ah, you know, that's... Uh, uh, that's not the things of God that's carnal minded and we keep it moving, but there's right. somebody that is hurting or somebody that wants answers. Like, yo, I'm seriously about to walk away from the faith is because they're giving me quote unquote air quotes facts. And they're not really facts to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're dealing with another religion, that's their facts, but it's when you take that and start start comparing it to the Bible, say, well, it was given to our ancestors. It was, they were beaten because of, yeah, it was manipulation. Don't get me wrong. It was a bad hermeneutic uh, with certain passages dealing with slavery. But that's right. something else that you need to unpack, especially if you're in a black right. church filled with millennials. Right. You come across passages of slavery. Does the Bible permit slavery? Absolutely it does not. It speaks against it in the book of Exodus, man stealing, and it is punishable by death. Mm-hmm. And on the seventh year is what the Jubilee, you had to set them free. Had to set them free. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was different in, in ancient Near Eastern time. It was different in Greco-Roman time um, compared to chattel slavery with transatlantic and with Islamic slave trade. Mm-hmm. It was vastly different. Now, there is some archaeological evidence that has surfaced recently that said there in certain portions of the Roman Empire, which would be present-day Turkey, which they call Asia Minor. Uh, you know, you see it in the Bible and then just geogra- geographically that some slaves perhaps were beaten. Mm. But in the context of scripture, it was absolutely forbidden. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, but you would need to unpack that. But I mean, exactly. you have just a lot of them that, that that's just, I mean, we got to preach prosperity and we got to do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God's going to bless you if you jump up and down three times. Uh, I want I want five people to give me a thousand dollar C right now and oh my mm-hmm. and the Lord tell him, no man hold on wait a minute I dare you right now no no give a thousand dollars the Lord is telling me <laughs> and then you call in the pastor and they oh, pastor my lights are off oh I'm sorry sister we're gonna I'm pray that to God that. cut them lights on I'm gonna pray for you hey <laughs> you know and you gotta unpack that I'm thinking um let me say this piece um and I'll pass it over to you about contacting the ancestors or contacting the dead. Mm-hmm. Right. So now a lot of us are finding out what um, Orishas are in mm-hmm. the European religion or Santorini, uh, which would be like the ancestors, right? Um, your, your past it would be grandmother or grandfather, whoever passed away, become ancestors. Mm-hmm. Is it wrong to contact them is the question. Like, man, my ancestor came to me last night. You know, uh, they told me some good information. So then we would need to go to the text. Okay, if I'm, somebody told me that, right? And so I'm I'm thinking, okay, let's, you know me, let's go get a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And let's sit down, let's talk about it. So how do you figure they contacted you? What, you know, if, if, now if you're saying you're a Christian, then yeah, we're going to have to have a, a serious conversation. But if 
you know, you are fully blown into that. Right. I mean, it's just at that point, it's two different views. There's no need to argue. Just talk it out right. and say, this is why I don't believe in that. A good text is First uh, Samuel chapter 28, the witch of, uh, the witch of Endor or the mistress of the Ove or Voth or Barim, right? Uh-huh. Which is just a ghost or, you know, what would be equated a medium. Mm-hmm. When Saul went to her, because of the prophecy, like he wasn't hearing from God, and anybody losing saw um Samuel told him, said, Listen, you and your son's about to die mm-hmm. because God told him to kill all them. Was it the Amalekites? He told him to kill them all women, mm-hmm. children, the cattle, and he didn't, he spared them. Mm-hmm. But he told him to kill them all off, mm-hmm. and he didn't do that. And that's something you got to explain too when people say, Well, why God killing everybody? You know, exactly. you, you got to talk about the giant clans and the bastardized, the Rahut uh, Memzurim. You got to talk about that, mm-hmm. um, which goes back to Genesis 6 1 through 4. The Nephilim. That's a question, man. I got, I got asked that by this white lady I was working with. Her youth came to her and she said, We don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. But anywho. <laughs> but I would go to first Samuel 28 and explain. That's why that's a primary text. Why we don't contact the dead because she was shocked. I was, I was just thinking that she was surprised, right? That she came in contact with Samuel's yep. spirit because yep. she knew, watch this. She knew that she was con anybody else that came to, her, she knew that she was getting a hold of something. Right. Hey man, my papa just passed away. Can you contact him? Make sure he's okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. And then you got something that think that, you know, that's speaking as your papa, but on the other side, it's something else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's some, it may be a Raphaim. It can be uh whatever dark spirit. Mm-hmm. They, that's what, this was their thought process. And it wasn't wow. just them. This was all throughout Canaan. Yeah. And right. Canaanites were a mixed multitude of people different belief system, but it was all throughout that area mm-hmm. that there, these, when you died, they all went to the same place. Mm-hmm. So you didn't know who you were coming in contact with. Um, but I like this from, from the NET, um, the footnote that they have there. They said about this, the, um, the Hebrew term, speaking of um, the witch of Endor, it says the Hebrew term translated mediums actually refers to a pit used by a magician to conjure up, underworld spirits so if we had to compare something today it can kind of be like a seance or mm-hmm. ouija boards ouija board, yeah right you know what i'm saying you flipping cards and you come home you spin around <laughs> in a circle home turn around so home you know so it's kind of like compared to that but the witch indoor is called the owner of the ritual pit so um here the term refers by um metonymy to the owner of such a pit so it's just talking about she had a contraption to conjure up these beings but she was shocked who she mm-hmm. got in contact with mm-hmm. you know so um <sighs> go for it i mean <laughs> you know it, okay so let's do this right mm-hmm. let's do this we can do this briefly. Um, so let's look at her lyrics. Okay. Matter of fact, I, I had it on my phone too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I pulled it up too. <laughs> so um, we'll go through, I think it's called a stanza. A stanza is like the first. Um, I don't know. I can't, I can't remember. But this this first section of lyrics. And we'll just kind of go through. So, and even before I get into that, I looked up the Merriam-Webster definition mm-hmm. for demonize. Um, I, I think I think that's a good place. You know, we, we probably I probably could have done better with bringing that up first. I'll give but, you another one behind it, too. Okay. So to portray someone Uh or something as evil or as worthy of contempt or blame. Hmm. I'll say that again. To portray someone or something as evil Mm -hmm. or as worthy of contempt or blame. Mm -hmm. 
So are or is what Beyonce, other people do participate in, is it evil? Are her lyrics evil? Mm-hmm. Are the images in her video, other people's videos, are they evil? Can we portray that as evil? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then I guess we would have to say, well, what is evil? <laughs> what what does evil look like? Is is you know, I I think we could probably have fifty million definitions of what evil is. Um, but so let's look at these lyrics. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm hoping that d- these are right. I just I just googled it. If it's not right, and you're listening, you know, forgive me. You know, they have a source, you know, they... After we just got done talking about sources, research. Right. They, <laughs> they get, exactly. Contradiction. <laughs> but they give, you know, they, they give credit to Warner, um, Sony. Um, so... It's some the songwriters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is listed. So that's all I can go off of. I'm going back to the South. I'm going back, 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 back where my roots ain't watered down mm. growing growing like a boabob i'm probably saying that incorrectly but b-a-o-b-a-b tree growing like a boabob tree so now if i'm listening to this song and someone asked me like you for example you say should we demonize this song or you know is this song demonic i think i think demonic and demonize are two different things yeah. Should we demonize this song? I would want to look up what a boabob tree is. I don't know what oh, the yeah. tree is. Yeah. I've never heard of it. So I want to figure out what that is first. And then the next next verse of life on fertile ground, ancestors put me on game. So then I want to look at these lines and I'm trying to convey or try to figure out what she's conveying. What is the message that message that she's saying here? Unk charm on gold chains with my ocean energy. So then I stopped there. Okay, so with my, that's possessive, ocean Uh energy. Oshun. Oshun, excuse me. Oshun energy with my ocean energy. Um, That's possessive as if this is something that's inside of her. Mm -hmm. Right? Um. Like I said, this is just me. This is just my thought process. So you could be listening. You could be saying he's reaching, but this is just my thought process. And I could be corrected on it. I have no problem with that. Drip all on me. Woo. And Kara Dashiki print. Hold up. Don't I smell like that's either Sataya or Satya. I don't know what that means. S-A-T-Y-A. Okay. Nag Champa incense. So it's like even... Even just those few lines and just stopping with the with my Oshun energy, if we think about, or at least if, if I was to think about how that was used in the context of the now in this generation, when people say keep that same energy yeah. or I, I, I feel your energy, your energy feels great, whatever. I don't mm-hmm. like your energy, whatever. That's like a, that's, that's, that's like a vibe. Yeah, that's that's your vibe. This is something yeah. that you're putting off. Oh yeah. So it has to be in you, in mm-hmm. order for you to put something off. Exactly. So she's somehow tying herself to Oshun, which would be a god, little G, in the Yoruba faith. Am mm-hmm. I right or wrong? Correct me on that if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what I demonize that if. If someone came to me and said, what's wrong with saying something like that? I would have to say, like you said earlier, from my world view, the only energy, if I'm a Christian, the only energy that I should be putting off per the scripture, yeah, uh, I believe it's in, uh, I want to say first Peter, but I don't think that's correct, but it says clothe yourselves with Christ. Okay. So if I can tie those two together, Mm-hmm. It's it's a little different as far as the energy aspect, but if I'm clothing myself with Christ, what I'm putting off and putting out to people is who Christ is and what He looks like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
So I would then demon, I would personally demonize that as in casting that down Mm -hmm. and say, that's wrong. From a Christian world view. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. And we, you know, just looking at going back and talking about, you know, that, that divine counsel theory, that Deuteronomy 32 worldview that Oshun, which is the, I think she's a goddess in Europe, you know, Mm -hmm. which is over the ocean. I think, is she in charge of fertility? I don't know. Somebody that. I think fertility too. Yeah. Okay. You know, that would play into the Deuteronomy 32 worldview. These entities, these beings, you know, in, in our Judeo-Christian worldview, you know, that's what's your, you, you know, you're paying homage to that's what's over you. Right. So, mm-hmm. and let me, let me go back to the stanza of the onk. The onk, even though it, it represents life, um, you know, a woman's womb, it's not wrong. Don't, I'm not going to de- demonize that aspect, but the way it's being used today, you won't catch it on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I'm not, I'm not condemning you if that, you know, but I think that how certain communities within the African, African American community have employed that, which mm-hmm. is in my interpretation, taking a stance against Christianity. Mm. So if I see the onk on you, my thought process immediately is, oh, they must be comedic. Mm. You know, you get to talking to them and they may not be comedic. It may just be fashion. Right. Which is, right. which I'm not demonizing that. It's mm. okay, cool. You know, uh, because it just, yeah, it just meant like fertility, life, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, so I just, I just wanted to say that piece, but I mean, reading through the lyrics, like the Boba tree, that's that big African tree. It's, mm-hmm. If you look at it, I just Googled a picture while you're talking about it. You would know what, you know, the imagery you see it in Lion King is very. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one of them type of trees, you know. Okay. I think they say they can live thousands of plus years. That's how, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like I heard about that before. Okay. Yeah. But I'm reading too with the incense. Uh huh. Now, I, you know, we grew up in a black household, so you know them incense <laughs> uh-huh. was on, them jumps was on fire, bro. Uh-huh. I mean, my mama used to burn incense left, and it wasn't no praying and chanting. Right. It was making the house smell good. I mean, she exactly. fried some chicken, fried some fish, made some salmon cakes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, potato cake, whatever she cooked. Exactly. She <laughs> find them incense up. You know, me and me and Michael would do it here. You know, if uh, Michael had made some fish or something, like man, you got to take that outside. I can't do fish. <laughs> But she liked the incense, uh, you know, we might burn some fabuloso, boil some fabuloso or stuff. Like, it's not, it's not inherently wrong. Because, I mean, we find that in the scriptures. Right. You know, references to incense. I mean, even archae- right. if you want to really get into it, then that archaeological discovery just came out with a temple. I think it's, I know it's Judeo or Jewish, I'm sorry, or Hebrew. Let me be detailed. It's in the kingdom of uh, would have been Judah, the southern kingdom, but they found traces of cannabis. Mm. So mm. then we got to, oh, wait a minute. But yeah, <laughs> they found traces of cannabis, of weed, you know, inside um, of this temple. So, I mean, it's a whole conversation we have about that, but just incense in general was used. Mm. It doesn't make it bad. It's just when you start praying and chanting, okay, that's when we might have to, you know, Mm-hmm. move a little way but when we start to get to second temple period and we mm-hmm. get to the new testament incense were used to draw out evil spirits from people mm-hmm. demons right so but then what well, uh that the melanin part uh-huh you know melanin what's that oh melanin melanin my drip is skin, skin deep. deep and that's the thing now is like I mean, I have never seen this much pride in black people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm proud. Don't get me wrong. See, yeah. Uh-huh. But I remember when I was at a community college here, I was in a sociology class and we were talking about, I said, man, it seems like nobody wants to be black. Mm-hmm. Everybody is, man, I'm, I, I'm, I'm Haitian. No, nah, no, nah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm Dominican. I'm this, I'm, I'm native American. I'm like, <laughs> man, you get pulled over by the cops. They're going to say, I got a, um, um, black male yep. could be Hispanic 
stopped at such and such. Yep. They don't, they don't, man, I got a, uh, a Dominican stop right here. They don't know. <laughs> exactly. We all look the same to a lot of them. Let's not exactly. Trip. Exactly. But I have never seen this much pride and this to the point of glorifying. And even some people, you know, they would say that's the thing that that's, that's why we're gods, black people. Right. And the white and the white man is the devil because he don't have any melanin in his skin. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that Dang. lyric is kind of, you know, glorifying that factor. And I mean, she could just be putting some pride in black people like, you know, right. our skin is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it is black people. We are beautiful. Yes, sir. No matter what shade. My grandmother, like my grandma said, she said, whatever your flavor, you can get it in in black. <laughs> on a white as snow, you can get white as snow. If you want dark as night, you can get dark as night. Because it was if you had an ounce of black blood in you, at one point, you was mm-hmm. considered a Negro. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's where that now the Oshun part. Yeah, that's um, that's one that would that would catch my eye if you're if you're apt to Yoruba practice. You're right. I'd be like, hold on, wait a minute. You know, you're talking about, and on top of that, she talks about the onk charm on gold chains. Now that has, I don't think that has anything to do with Yoruba culture. That was straight up, you know, Egypt or Kemet was the onk. Mm -hmm. You know, that was indicative of this is Egypt. We knew what it was. Uh, You can see hieroglyphs with, um, I don't know if Osiris kept an onk, but certain ones. I'm thinking the God. I see. I know it's the one with the dog head, but I can't forget um, get his name straight. It's not our moon. I don't think it's our moon. But that one, maybe Isis might have had an onk, but there mm-hmm. were certain connections. Maybe certain they thought some of them, some Egyptians. It just depends what kingdom you're looking at. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. People talk about Horus and Jesus. Oh, he do. He's a recapitulation. Well, don't you know that? different Egyptian uh, dynasties, they would change the stories about the gods. Mm. So, Uh-oh. I mean, what Horus are you giving me? Are you giving me one from uh, the Ramesside period? Uh-oh. Ramesses one, two, or three? Are you giving me a Horus from Middle Kingdom? You know, are you giving me a Horus from uh, Tut Moses and all them? You mm. know, which is probably what scholars believe in now is when the Exodus took place, which is a, which is a um, late date. Wow. But, you know, just going back to that, I mean, just, you know, yeah, even um, just seeing those two in the same sentences, I'm already alert, like, okay. Right. But, but anywho. Right. Just kind of scrolling through, just like you said earlier, I, I charge my crystals in a full moon. Yep. That's, 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 a, that's a practice. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was, I was listening to, um, um, BK apologist and Nefernity break this down and see Nefernity came from Europe, but she speaks about this. Yeah, we should try to get her on. Oh, bro, she did an awesome <laughs> break. I would, I'd love to have her on, man. Uh, because I mean, that John with a Jan Levan Zane, you know, yeah, yeah, I would love to have her on. Um, but I was listening to her talk about that, but it was actually a practice in, in Europe, I think Santorini, but it's a way that you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have them in a bowl with water, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it's raining or any other type of elements are falling, mm-hmm. you have to cover it up. Or mm-hmm. else you have to start the recharge process up if it messes with, touches the crystals or something like that. But go and check out that video with BK Apologist and Nefernity, and they'll break that down to a T. See, I watched, I, th- I think I missed that part. So, because yeah, I did watch it, but I think I missed it. I'm going to go back and catch bro, that. Bro, that John was, I didn't know. I, that's the part. They, that's what I'm talking about. Is a white girl that, that was listening to that song. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, you know, uh, Black Parade, and she heard Beyonce say, I charge my crystals. And that girl got so high. She's like, Oh, I charge my crystals too. Mm-hmm. You know, and so then you have to unpack, like, how can they give you the energy and then. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to deal with energies and all this, you know, but this mm-hmm. is not just akin to Beyonce. Right. Exactly. This has been known exactly. before Beyonce came out with, you know, Black Parade, you right. know. So, um, cause I would see it all on my timeline and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and some folks would inbox me and talk like I, like I was telling, I was telling, um, my church, I said, listen, I said, I, I have people that, 
that practice witchcraft. Mm-hmm. You know, as what as what we would term it as Christians, inbox me and just ask questions about the Bible. Mm-hmm. Well, can you give me one scripture that I remember one young lady, she real nice, real nice lady. Um, she's like, Hey, can you give me one scripture that proves Jesus' existence? And I was like, Well, you know, the entire gospels and entire New Testament assume don't really assume they know for a fact that he existed. You know, so uh I wouldn't You know, I wouldn't um, hold off as far as like uh, not answering that because um, I definitely would um, address whoever asked that question. That goes back to what I was saying about, you know, understanding the faith, unpacking the faith a little bit more, um, walking your way through the Bible, understanding the Bible, what's wrong, um, what is for Uh, so, you know, that's the, the girl, she, uh, she heard that part in Beyonce's song, uh, you know, Black Parade talking about charging crystals. I mean, and man, she got hype. You know, mm-hmm. young white girl, she got hype. She's like, oh, snap, I charge my crystals too. Charge my crystals. You know, I mean, hype. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this has been known. I mean, you and I know it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, younger people know it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, where... Is it wrong? Are we still my I don't know how to say are, my question would be to them. Are you still a Christian? Mm-hmm. Are you a Christian? If they say yes, then, OK, let's we got a process as, as far as why the Bible speaks against this. Right. If you're not, then, oh, OK, you know, tell me why you left. You know, have that like what um, Pastor Stefan said, you got to have them tough conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, have a conversation. So what what made you leave Christianity? You know, have a conversation. Go if they like Starbucks. Oh, I like Starbucks. Ha, ha, ha. Go and get some Starbucks. Go to, you know, and that's evangelism. Starting it off mm. right there. Just taking them out, getting something to eat, getting a cup of coffee. Right. And listen to them. Because a lot of times they left because of an unanswered question. Right. And I think um, what... What's interesting about it, though, is we're coming into a time period where this this is kind of a side note, which is a whole nother discussion for another time. We're coming into a point where, you know, and this is exactly why we're talking about what we're talking about, having having one faith, you, you might have one faith. Mm-hmm. but then you might have a lot of practices mm. and no, I, I think that's, I think that's perfect. That's in line with what we talk. Matter of fact, what we talking about. And I, and I think I first became aware of it was on social media. Mm-hmm. And um, there's one particular uh, person, they were posting sermons and scriptures and stuff like that. And then randomly they were flipping tarot cards you know reading tarot cards and i'm like man the next thing you know within that same week i just bought these new crystals i'm gonna set them up in my bedroom because it brings me peace when i come home from work i go straight to the bedroom i grab my crystal i lay down it brings me peace and i'm like but then sunday watching a sermon again yeah posting about a sermon posting some scriptures uh-huh. so you know we're in a time period where um you know i can have my faith and i can have my practices too yeah i think it's because one like you said biblical illiteracy i think oh, yeah. two because people want their cake and they want to eat it too mm. um you know it's it's a it's a my journey this is my spiritual journey this is spirituality, spirituality yeah. for me. Yeah. It might not be for you, but it's for me. Um, um, and you know, it's being glorified by musicians. I charge my crystals in the in the full moon. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's doing it, and she's a Christian. They used to pray before their their 
their uh their their performances. Mm-hmm. We saw it in the documentary. Yep. So why can't I do it? Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's where the conversations are coming to now, or at yeah. least they're being had, but they're not being addressed correctly. Yeah. And it's it's in the form, it's like like just going back to earlier, it's it's being classified as demonic. People are feeling demonized because they want to do this and mm-hmm. believe in Christ. And then of course we have the theology of once saved, always saved, Romans yeah, yeah. 10. Mm-hmm. You, know, um, you know, believe in your heart, speak with your mouth that Christ died and he's risen. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm paraphrasing that, you know, and that's it. I had a mm-hmm. conversation with a family one time. She said, I believe in Romans 10. And that's it. Don't matter mm. what happens after that. I believe in Romans 10. If you if you follow Romans 10, you a Christian. Yeah. So I think that's where we are at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying, what we really see and how we unpack things in the Bible. It's, you know, Romans 10. And that's it. Whatever you do outside of that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Because because of Romans 10. You're a Christian. Mm-hmm. That's it. You believe in Jesus Christ, right? It's like, yeah, I believe in Jesus Christ. And then that's it. You know, and it's the thing too with uh with apostasy. We don't really we don't really talk about that word, you know, where uh John, is it first John chapter two? Um he's talking about they were never of us, people that left the faith. He said they were never of us. So, right. you know, the whole um eternal security debate versus one can lose their salvation debate. I mean, it goes back and forth. It's a pretty good argument for both sides. Mm-hmm. But I like what Dr. Uh, ben Witherington III said. Uh, he was talking with um, Michael Heiser on a podcast, and he was saying um, uh, how we only speak of God. I think he was saying through the, the verbs, but he said we never argue about God through the nouns. You know, he's talking mm-hmm. about and he's on the side that salvation can be lost. Of course, he's a classic um, um, Wesleyan Arminianist or Methodist Arminianist, you know. So mm-hmm. they 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 take the position that salvation can be lost. You know, the original holiness folks. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that's I, that would be something that I would have to have a conversation with with people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that want the cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that what Beyonce has done, and not just her, other ones as well with these lyrics, they're giving you a eyeglass, big old magnifying eyeglass or a Coke bottle mm-hmm. type style of eyeglass. Yeah. And saying these, this is what millennials, Gen Zers, this is what they believe. Mm-hmm. This is the new spirituality. Right. Is syncretism. You know, mm-hmm. I can take something from Christianity. I can take something from uh, whatever practice in Africa, yep. in Europe, in China, in yep. Thailand, in whatever. I'm going to combine them all because there's truth somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. so that that's what that's what that's what's on today is mm-hmm. this is the new religion. I can mm-hmm. pull from anywhere. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Like my, oh, this is my truth. This is my spiritual journey. Okay, all right, you know. But objective I, truth. Yeah, you know, but it's 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 built out of frustration, mm-hmm. not knowing how to research, and mm-hmm. fictitious anger. Mm-hmm. And by fictitious anger, what I'm talking about is you angry at the church for the wrong reasons. There you go. You know, (laughs) for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be that you opposed a question, you raised a question that a pastor couldn't answer because he or she had so much pride. Mm -hmm. They felt challenged. Mm -hmm. They didn't like that, you know. And sometimes you ask a question that's been bothering them for years. And they yeah. suppressed it. Yeah. 
And so you caught the, the, the rough end of that suppression that's made them question and question in the secret because they, they have come up in a generation that you don't question God. Exactly. You, know, you can't have doubt. Exactly. You know, uh, but, you know, I'm going to say this. I'm going to pass the mic with you. Um, if you had a son or daughter or if a brother, sister, cousin, friend that, that starts, you know, that's doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, my first thing is, okay, ask them. If it was me, I'm going to ask them, are, are, you, are you a Christian? Mm-hmm. If they say yes, then we can we can walk through and show you in the scripture where it's wrong. If they right. say no, I've I've converted. This is my beliefs now. If they want to have a conversation, have a conversation, but don't have a conversation if you're not prepared to answer and defend. Yep. You need to be well versed in the text and don't be afraid to broaden that. Look a little bit deeper. Go, you know, get you some 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 help with commentaries, archaeology. Um, mm-hmm. practices in, in the ancient Near East, Greco-Roman world. Don't be afraid of that. Yeah. Because with me, that has helped me build, and I'm just speaking for me, that's helped me build my faith. You know, because I was in a position, and I'll share this briefly, where I did ask a pastor a question. Mm-hmm. And I was, lack of better, you know, terminology, raked over the coals. For asking wow. that question, you know, and so that that I would, I took that same question and took it to college and asked some folks there, and I mean they were they weren't, but you know they were more than happy to answer that and help answer me unpack that through the scripture. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so we have to be ready for these types and just say, hey, listen, I don't, I don't know, I haven't, you know, I haven't given that much thought. Let me go and study that. You know, right. but what do you think? What are your thoughts? You know, right. facilitate dialogue is is a right. is a good place for us. But yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. And I think, I mean, I, I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. Um, it's not even much for me to really say, honestly. I mean that that was that was perfect textbook. Um, I think way of navigating and figuring out what, you know, I guess figuring out the times that we're in, figuring out what we're dealing with and how to handle it and how to address these things. Um, And as a believer, what comes to my mind is when Jesus told the disciples, if anyone rejects you, uh, you know, um, kick the dust off your feet and keep it moving. Keep it moving. And, um, of course, some people are arguing and say, well, that's not loving. That's not, I'm not saying not to love people. Uh What I'm saying is at the end of the day, it is no point to argue, to sit and to beat a dead horse, to try to convey a message, a message to someone who does not want to listen, who Uh does not want to learn. Uh you know, who does not want to be challenged. Yeah. Um, and, and, and by that, I mean like truly challenged that, you know, they, they're having a respectful dialogue. They are, you know, um, they're being respectful to you. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. cutting you off. They're understanding, you know, they're, you know, just having a, a, a casual conversation. I think that's, that's what's going to matter um, at the end of the day as a Christian. And then I think, you know, if, if, if you're not a Christian, be okay. This is, I guess, for Christians and non-Christians, but be okay with the fact that everyone will not agree with you, mm-hmm. but at least just try to listen. Yeah. Attempt, listen to understand why this person believes in what they believe, why they believe charging crystals is okay, why they believe they're getting some type of power from charging crystals or whatever it is, whatever type of practice they're doing, why is it that they believe this stuff works? You know, you know, why does it work for them? Listen, understand. Mm-hmm. It may not even be a conversation of you debating or going back and forth of what's right and what's wrong. It's just listening to understand. Yep. But then, and then I, I can kind of point back to a believer. This could be an opportunity for you to learn. 
So then there's a situation when there's someone who's dabbling in these practices, who claims to be a Christian and are dabbling in these practices, and don't really know what they're dealing with. And they have some feeling that maybe they are doing something wrong, but they see everyone else doing it. So they think it's okay. And you address that person, you might help them. I don't know. But at the end of the day, um, I think, you know, um, I like what you said. Uh, and I think, um, you know, these are interesting times that we're in. I think the Bible definitely talks, you know, speaks to the times that we're in. Um, oh, most definitely. You know, just like the Bible says, you know, uh, um, what is it in, in, in Ecclesiastes? Uh, nothing is new under the sun. Nothing's new under the sun. Yes, this stuff has already happened. It's happened before, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's happening again. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think I think my biggest prayers is that, you know, believers who have a genuine heart for Christ and and um, you know they're they're following him with all strength, <laughs> you know that they just remain steadfast in their faith and you know challenge these things. Just because your favorite artist is doing it, it's not necessarily mean that it's okay. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's actually now I'm kind of understanding. There was this post on Facebook. I think you saw the post where, I, and I shared it. And this girl said something along the lines of. Uh, not a girl, but it's a woman. She says something along the lines of, uh, like, um, why is it that Christians can't accept that Beyonce may not be a Christian? And I wanted to hear people's hmm. thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't. I didn't even put my thoughts in the in the caption. I just put some emoji eyes just to see what people would say. Yeah, and I got mixed. I got mixed reviews. One person said, "Well." why is it for us to try to figure out whether she's a Christian or not? Um, another girl said, you know, why are people always attacking Beyonce? They don't call out other people and so forth and so forth. But I was just kind of thinking, you know, it, like it is, it is hard for Christians to accept that what they're listening to, you know, or watching whatever it is mm-hmm. may not be beneficial for them. Yeah. Even if we take the person out of it, what you're listening to may not be beneficial for you. Yeah. And Paul even talks about that. All things are permissible, but that does not mean that everything is good for you, beneficial for you. That's right. So this music sounds great. Beyonce, like you said, is a musical genius. She is probably going to go down you know, mm-hmm. if if not the top most, you know, I don't know, decorated best female RBR is not the top, definitely top three. Oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna yeah. go down as one of the greats, a legend. Yeah, you know. So I yeah. mean, she probably be in a Hall of Fame for country music style. That's how good she a- ex- is. You know, nobody exactly. takes away from her vocal gift. I mean, she's exactly. you know, brilliant exactly. when it comes to the vocal aspect of singing. It's just What's inspiring her? And right. I think what's inspiring her is telling y'all this is her belief system. Right. I don't have an issue with that. If that's what she wants to believe, then, hey, listen, God, like Paul said in the book of Rome, God is giving everybody a measure of faith. Mm-hmm. If you're using your measure of faith in that capacity, then that's on you. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with that. The issue would be for Christians is, like I said before, we we heard her say, you know, we church and saying, you know, pray. Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? To the point that we're at now. If she came right. out and said, I don't believe in that no more. Or I have uh, evolved away from that. Right. Okay, cool. But it's the point of we haven't, we haven't had our proper goodbyes. Right. A separation agreement, if right. so to speak. So that's why you may see the uproar, but I think it's a point of one, understanding what she's saying mm-hmm. to processing that and then having a conversation for, you know, with people that, that may uh, ascertain to those beliefs. Right. Um, and if they're Christian practicing it, showing them where they're wrong real quickly, Doreen Virtue, right. uh, real big, used to be real big in new age, new age occultism. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she's doing her thing now with the church, you know, praise God for that. But she was doing tarot card readings mm-hmm. and she was a Christian. She mm-hmm. was, she associated herself as Christian. She was going to these conferences, psychic conferences. And she said, if somebody only would have pointed out in the Bible where this was wrong, I would have been stopped. Wow. See, she said she, said she would pack out auditoriums with thousands of people. And she said, even if somebody stood up in the crowd and said, the Bible says in Deuteronomy 18, that what you're doing is wrong. She said, I would have stopped. How many of y'all bold enough to do that right now? Come on and testify to your neighbor and say, be bold, be bold, be bold. <laughs> man, that, I mean, and there it is right there, man. It's like, I honestly feel like a lot of people are dabbling in things, are doing things that they don't really know about. It just, it makes them feel good. It, it, it makes them feel like, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. Cause I don't know anyone close enough like that. And I don't do it, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I honestly feel like there are people who are just waiting, you know, it's, all it takes is for that one person to just come to them and say, Hey, uh, you know, I know you've been doing the whole, like, uh, you know, charging your crystals thing, but, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's something that we should be doing. Why you think it's demonic? Not necessarily, but you know, I, I don't see anything in scripture that actually says that, charging crystal crystals is you know permissible um or like or like paul said all things are permissible but not all things are beneficial i don't know how charging crystals is beneficial for you or in 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 towards your faith yeah that doesn't yeah. quite make sense to me but mm-hmm. yeah so man i enjoyed this I conversation mean. man it's really really good yeah definitely definitely most um, definitely I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we, you know, we'll we'll bring someone on that's on the opposite side. You know, I just hey, finished saying how how we're gonna listen, listen, understand, and and I think it'd be helpful. I mean, you may you can hear it from their side is why they don't think it. You know, maybe right. You know, demonic, and I'm not like we're saying we're not saying right coming out and saying that what we're saying we're from a Christian worldview. This is why we view right that particular belief system is wrong. Right. You know, and it's not demonizing or putting somebody in hell, but this right. is what those gods, goddesses would be according to the scripture that right. we believe. But yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. If we, if we can get somebody on, if you guys listening, you may subscribe to whatever Beyonce talking about and you want, you know, you want to come on Let's come on. Let's have a conversation. Please. Let's dialogue. We're not going to argue and debate you. We're just going to have a conversation. Please do. Please no. do. Reach out to us. Send us a message. Um, you know, message, email, whichever is your preferred method of contact. Um, you know, reach out to us. Let us know. We would love to have you on. We love, we love to dialogue. We're not the type of people to bring you on and corner you and try to debate you. You know, if you want to come on and you say, Hey, y'all have some different ideas about what we believe and why we do this. Come on, please, please, please. you know, please let us know, correct us on something we're wrong about, Mm -hmm. you know, and we'll go from there. That's all we can do. That's all we ask. Yeah. Let me, um, I want to give y'all, if you're up to it, to reading. I think what would help would be one, um, Michael Heiser's book, The Unseen Realm. Mm-hmm. Now that's, he did design that to be both academic and for the layperson. Okay. But if you want the condensed version, he has one called Supernatural. Okay. The other one I would say get is called Demons, what the Bible really says about the powers of darkness. Um, there's another book called uh, Cults of the Dead in Ancient Israel and Ugarit. 
Uh, last one I would, I would recommend for right now would be Powers, Principalities, and the Spirit, Biblical Realism in Africa and the West by Dr. Esther E. Aklotes. And she will be joining us in October. Nice. African PhD lady, uh, Duke, matter of fact, Duke University. So um, she's going to be talking about some juiciness with that. And I can't wait. So and for and for our our you get that information from the white man this is a black woman black lady <laughs> who, who has studied and has learned mm-hmm. and is a professional and a scholar professional scholar yes in this content matter so just if, to put that out there yeah if you got a problem with it then go get your degrees and you getting around <laughs> getting the ring I mean, I, Jamal and I, we both are very educated men. So, you know, we, we, we do give references and sources, Mm. you know, that's how the game goes. We ain't Mm. pulling stuff out of thin air, you know, but that's how the game works. But if you got an issue with it, just, just go get your degrees and get in, get in the ring. Right. It's open, but. Exactly. So look, we love you all. Thank y'all again for listening and tuning in. Maybe we'll have a part two um, or part three. Like I said, we, you know, a couple people we think about having on, or if you want to come on and talk with us, please do. We would love to have you. Um, We love you guys. Thank you again for listening and uh, follow us on social media, TBTHOSEA46, social media, um, all all platforms, really, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, just type that in and you'll be able to find us. You can send us an email at tbthosea46 at gmail.com if you have any questions or if you have prayer um, and just want to dialogue or whatever the case may be, please feel free to reach out to us. Love you guys and we'll talk to y'all soon.